Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of The Bliss Broker. How are you? Probably shouldn't have recorded today. I've been doing a lot of talking, a lot of coaching, and my voice is fried. But I really felt strongly about recording the episode today. And if if any of you out there are content creators in any way, shape, or form, you know that the window of opportunity has to be open. And if you're not vibing with it, it's really hard to show up in full capacity with your heart in it. And people can tell whether you're posting something on your social media or you're doing a podcast, whatever it is the content is that you create, people can tell when your heart's not in it. So I thought, you know what? My voice might not be 100% today, but I am going to show up anyway because I'm feeling it in my heart and soul that this information has to come out of me today. But before we get into this episode of Get What You Want, I want to catch you up on a little business stuff and just let you know what's going on in my life. And I know sometimes I get emails, you guys asking about when my, when is my next trip and what do I have coming up on the agenda with the other things that I'm a part of. So I like to, at the top of the show, just share a few things that I'm getting into. As you guys know, if you're a regular listener, if you are not, first of all, thank you for coming. But if you are, you know that I'm a part of a couple other podcasts, the Official 5 Deep podcast as well as the Folly Forward podcast. And both of those are fledgling podcasts. The Folly Forward podcast were under 10 episodes and the Official 5 Deep podcast is under 20 episodes, but we are definitely gaining momentum on both of those. And at the end of the day, we're enjoying ourselves. We're coming together to talk shop, to talk life, to talk goals, to talk struggles, and we are enjoying ourselves. And as a side bonus, We know that we are entertaining. We hope that we are entertaining. And we hope that we're inspiring people to not only think outside the box, but improve their quality of life. I think at the root of everything that the people I'm I'm involved with in podcasting and accountability, we all have that goal in mind. Not only do we want to be able to shift our lives and improve ourselves every day, but we also want to see other people do that as well. So it's just, again, focus on who you're spending your time with. You are a collection of the five people that you spend the most time with. So focus on who those people are. And if they're not serving your highest and best self, I know it's hard, but you might want to rethink spending is maybe you might want to rethink the time that you spend with them. And we will get into that later. Another play on words today with the word want, because the podcast is called Get What You Want. So I'm going to give you some words that play off of the letter W, the letter A, the letter N, and the letter T, just as a little reminder and a little cliff notes. If you are my age, it would be cliff notes. If you are younger, it would be spark notes, but basically a cheat sheet of sorts to help you navigate the bullshit that life throws at you every day. But before we get into that, I have two words I want to share with you today that really apply to what I'm going to get into on this podcast episode. The first word is static. The definition for static is, quote, lacking in movement, action, or change, end quote. Is that something that sounds familiar to your lifestyle? Hopefully not. But if it is, embrace that word static and try to do what you can to remove your static attitude towards your life or your static life experience because nothing good is going to happen there. 
The second word I wanted to share with you is stagnant. Now I know both of these words are familiar with you, but I wanted to focus on those. I wanted to use these words at the top of the show so that they are at the forefront of your brain while I'm talking about the W, the A, the N, and the T today. And the definition for stagnant is, quote, showing no activity, dull or sluggish. So keep those two words in the forefront of your brain while I'm talking to the re- to you guys the rest of the episode, static and stagnant. And I'm really curious, are there any parts of your life, and I'm going to ask you again at the end of the show, are there any parts of your life that you feel like are static or stagnant? And if there are, and things pop to the top of your brain, write these things down. Make a mental note of that. I know we think about it. I mean, the bad shit is there all the time. But sometimes you've got to make, be mindful of writing it down, being mindful of actually shifting your attention to it, because we are really good as a human species of sweeping things under the rug. That guess what? They don't go anywhere. They just fester. Keep those two words at the forefront of your brain, static and stagnant. And then I'm going to circle back around at the end of the podcast and see if those have taken on any new meaning, if they hold a lot more weight in your life than they thought they did when I asked you at the top of the show. So why are you not changing even though you want to? And I know on some level you have asked yourself that question before. Why are you not changing even when you want to? And I actually had it written as a marker in my notes, quote as this, Why are we not changing even though we want to? And so it's generally a societal question. So many of us deal with this issue. I mean, there's nobody that's walking the planet, even if it's somebody like a Tony Robbins or a a Dr. Joe Dispenza or a Joe Rogan or, you know, the Eckhart Tolle. There's so many people. I could go down the laundry list of people that inspire me every day. They still deal with those struggles and those forks in the road and those moments where they probably ask themselves why just because they may not talk about it all the time it doesn't mean that they're not dealing with it now I listen to all of those people enough to know that they're very forthright about the struggles that they have even this late in the game and this late in their careers with all the success that they've got behind them best-selling books high-paying gigs making thousands upon thousands of dollars for, you know, 30-minute speaking engagements, even though it looks as though on the outside that they've got their wellness routine, they're committed to that, they have all the money, all the peace, all the ability to travel, all those things, that doesn't mean that they still don't struggle. And so I find a lot of peace in that. So that question again is why are we not changing even though we want to? And I want you to jot that question down too if you're anywhere that you can. Make some notes on what I'm talking to you guys about today because these are things that I've experienced. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the season, what's going to happen with the Bliss Broker moving forward is when I come in here and talk to you guys on any given podcast, I'm going to be sharing things with you that I'm directly struggling with. I wake up a lot of mornings confused about how I want to move forward. And it's almost like the more I have a clear idea of where I want my life to go, the more discombobulated I feel, the more out of sorts I feel, the more unsure I feel about the decisions I need to be making. In other words, I get more, the more I try to level up, the more I feel overwhelmed. 
And so just knowing that that is common practice and that's something that all the big wigs, all the people that we love in personal development are still dealing with, even though they have reached such a pinnacle of success, gives me peace of mind. So I'm gonna answer that question as best as I can for you today based on what I've experienced in my life, but why am I not changing even though I want to? I'm gonna make it personal. Well, I wasn't changing because I had fear. I was crippled with fear. Fear of the unknown, uncertainty is crippling. The more you get in your head, the more you experience chatter, the more you start hyper-thinking about where you wanna be, how you wanna be, who you wanna be, all the things, you, you know, then all those thoughts flood in. I need to be doing this, I need to be doing that, and I'm not taking my vitamins, I'm not eating right, I'm not drinking the water, I'm not exercising, I'm not yada, yada, yada. Do the laundry list. The more we start to think about the things that we wanna do, the things that we know we need to do in order to become our highest and best self, the more overwhelmed we get. And what happens? We then fall back into what has been our norm, even though it may not feel good because guess what? It's comfortable. And you know that nothing good comes from living inside your comfort zone. So I'm gonna help you today with a few little tips, four of them to be specific, on stepping outside of that comfort zone, even if it's just with your toe. <laughs> even if you just step outside of that comfort zone with your big toe and you pull it right back in, if you can do that on a regular, then stepping a whole foot outside of that comfort zone, stepping two feet outside of that comfort zone, and then finally spending a lot of time fully, mindfully outside of that comfort zone, even if it's for five minutes a day. Doing something, one little thing every day that makes you uncomfortable, and it doesn't have to be something big. It doesn't have to be standing up in front of a crowd and public speaking for five minutes. It doesn't have to be jumping out of an airplane. It doesn't have to be walking up to somebody that intimidates you and, and introducing yourself with direct eye contact and a firm handshake. And I say that, but that's really hard for a lot of people to do. There are so many people that cannot walk up to somebody and it doesn't even have to be in, an, in a professional capacity. It doesn't have to be in you know, anything really like bougie. It could be something as simple as going over to a friend's house for a barbecue and they've brought new friends in that you've never met before. Do you have the ability to walk up and approach that person with confidence, with conviction about who you are as a person and give them a firm handshake, a look directly in the eye and say, hi, I'm so-and-so, nice to meet you. You'd be surprised how many people can't do that. And that's what I mean by sticking a toe out. So we're going to get into a little bit more. I could go off on a tangent about that for a very long time. And I really, as I've mentioned in the past, I want these episodes to be short and sweet because we have a lot of things going on in our life. And I, I want to support you guys in your growth and your, your mindset, but I want to do it in a short and sweet way because we are all struggling with a lot of things, but we're definitely struggling with time. There's very little of it. It seems like the older we get, the, the little time we have. So let's keep this episode around 20 minutes. That's my goal. So get what you want. Now, the first letter of want is W. And for W, I came up with waste. And what I mean by waste is remove the waste from your life. 
Now, when I say waste, I don't mean your trash can. I mean people that are not serving who you are trying to become. And that's hard. That's a big one. It's really hard to remove friendships we may have had for years. It's hard to remove family members that we love very dearly. It's hard to remove people that we have been in romantic partnership with, that maybe we have children with. It's really hard when you've been with them for any length of time to contemplate leaving that situation. It's it's hard to see, you know, again, it's that fear of the unknown, that uncertainty. It's hard to see what your life could be like without what you've been used to. And that takes a leap of faith. And, and I'm going to follow up at the end with how you get to a point where you have more of a trust in your decisions to walk away from things that aren't serving you. So the the W in want is waste. Remove the things that are gomming up your life. Remove the things that are not serving your highest and best. And that could be something as big as an individual. And it could be something as small as a candy drawer that you keep in your house for snacks. Something that's just out of your control. You know, you maybe keep too many potato chips around and that's your weakness. Then remove them. Don't buy them. And again, this is going to require people being on board with you. If you don't live alone like I do, it's going to require people being a, a real true support system for you, that they're really understanding in whatever capacity you need to communicate that, what it is that you're trying to accomplish. Because week after week after week after week, if you don't have the support in your environment and you're trying hard and you don't have that support, Man, that's a struggle. That's really that's what makes people go back to being stagnant. That well, that's what makes people go back to being static. It's easier to remain the same than it is to evolve and level up to who you really want to be because it's fear of the unknown, it's uncertainty. So the A in want, I wrote down abundance. And what I mean by that is there's two options, two main options you have when it comes to looking at the things that you have in your life. And it could be possessions, relationships, it doesn't matter, income. But having an abundance mindset versus having a scarcity mindset is powerful. Again, I've been going through these things, I've been implementing these things for a very long time. And when I say long time, I mean years. And it, I'm finally starting to see just how much the juice is worth the squeeze. So having an abundance mindset is powerful in a sense that you're looking, you're focusing more on the things that you have, the abundance of love, the abundance of money, the abundance of security, the abundance of joy, the abundance of laughter, the abundance of personal connection, the abundance of feeling love in your life, the abundance of respect that you get from the people that you rub elbows with, as opposed to focusing on all of the things that you don't have because nothing good is going to happen there. If you get up and you spend, you're not, you're going to have those days where you're going to have fleeting moments of I want this and I want that. That's, that's typical to the human condition, but you don't want to, you don't want that to be your baseline for thinking you want to, and you have to focus on it. You have to be mindful of this. Just like you get up in the morning and you have to remind yourself to drink your water, remind yourself to make your bed, force yourself, push yourself. You have to do the same thing, if not more, when it comes to your mindset. So if you've got to write abundance mindset on a post-it note and stick it on your bathroom mirror, do that. Put reminders around to support your growth. Set yourself up for success when it comes to these things, you guys. So 
The A in want stands for abundance mindset. Having an abundance mindset focusing on what you do have versus a scarcity mindset, which is focusing on what you don't have. Trust me, these things work. I wouldn't be communicating them with you. The next letter, the N in want. Okay, the N in want stands for dun 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 negativity. Remove it. And I say that to you with a plethora of exclamation marks. Seriously. Remove the negativity. Again, I know that's easier said than done when I say remove the negativity. You're like, Harmony, okay, awesome. How do you expect me to do that? It's going to take time. Give yourself some grace on all of these things. This isn't something that I'm communicating to you guys and just assuming that you're going to take the W and the A and the N and the T after I give you all the the tips on how to get what you want out of life that you're going to, going to start doing it tomorrow. You're going to implement all the change and all the things that you wanted in your life are going to come rushing in magically within the next seven days. I know that's not the case, but I figure if I come here recording a podcast and sharing this information with you enough and you've come and you've listened enough that at some point it's going to click just like it did for me. Do you know how many times I had to hear the same piece of information over and over and over again before it finally clicked? And I went, oh, I get it now. It's all about consistency. So the N in want is negativity. Remove it, y'all. Seriously. Like, I am not going to pussyfoot around this one. By removing negativity, what I mean for you, some examples are boundaries. Set some boundaries for the things that you have going on in your life. Let people be clear on what it is that you need, what it is that you want, and what's acceptable for being in partnership with you, what's acceptable for being a coworker of yours, what's acceptable for being a family member, a friend. Doesn't matter. Set some boundaries. Set them with your kids, set them with your lovers, set them with everybody that you rub elbows with to whatever capacity aligns with that particular relationship. And when you set these boundaries, like there's a misconception about boundaries and a lot of people think it's mean. A lot of people think boundaries are a way to push somebody away. And in all actuality, if somebody's trying to set boundaries with you, that is their way of trying to keep you in their life. Because what they're saying to you when they set a boundary is, look, I love you or I care for you, depending on who it is. These are the things that you're doing that are not in line with what is okay with me and so in order to remain in my life which is what I want I want to clearly communicate to you that this is not okay with me and in order to remain in relationship with me in whatever capacity that is these are the things that I need or require it's a it's a sign of respect and I think a lot of people don't look at it that way so when I say removing the negativity one of the ways you can do that is just Share how you really feel. Have clear communication with the people that you deal with on a regular basis about who it is you are, what it is you want. Also, the things you're trying to create in your life, especially if it's somebody that you live with and is in your inner circle. These people need to know very clearly what it is that you're trying to do in your life. And that doesn't mean that you're seeking their approval. That means that you're just respectfully keeping them in the loop about what it is that you're trying to do. And then maybe they will then understand now I know why he or she takes time away from me to podcast. Now I know why he or she takes time away from me to go run or to have personal time to go journal or whatever it is that we all do that brings us joy, you know, that helps us stay sane. So by removing negativity, what I mean by that is 
set boundaries, have clear communication, and take personal responsibility for your life experience. Be your advocate. Advocate to the people that are around you what you need and what you expect from them. It will make a, it's going to ruffle some feathers, promise you that. Especially if you're doing it to somebody that you've never had to set a boundary with or you've never had to speak to them about, oh, this is who I'm trying to be, my highest and best self. They might be like, what? Who are you? They're either going to get it or they're not. Not your responsibility, how they respond to it. Your responsibility is to have respect for the relationship, have respect for yourself, and clearly communicate your needs. That's it. The last letter, y'all, the T in want. The T in want is thank you. Thanks. Gratitude. You knew that gratitude was going to come up at some point if you've ever listened to me or follow me on Instagram or wherever I am in the world. I talk about gratitude a lot. Gratitude practice for me has been one of the most powerful things I've done for myself. And it kind of is in a little bit of alignment with abundance. It is. It does come down to mindset. You guys know how important it is to me to have a clear perspective on things, an honest perspective on things. And one of the things that keeps me grounded in my growth and keeps me sane is my gratitude practice. And I have to, again, as much as I've been doing it for a very long time, I still have to remind myself to go back to that place of gratitude to say to myself every day what I'm thankful for. And whether you're saying that to yourself or whatever your higher power is, a lot of times I will thank my guides. I will thank the universe. I will thank whoever's willing to listen. This is going to sound really silly, but I'm going to be open and honest with you about it. So the place where I go do my movement every day, there's a big boulder, an engraved boulder at one end of the rhododendron garden. And on on this boulder is this beautiful writing that's been etched there. And it's to thank the families that donated money to the campus to build this beautiful garden and these trails. And I have probably, I off of memory, I'd say for the last month or so, you have to take this little like path that kind of goes to nowhere. It leads to the boulder. And me and Marabella, I say to her every day, let's go give, let's go say thanks. And we walk to the end of that and I just touch the boulder and I say thank you to the families. It's three families. Thank you for giving me and Marabella a place to play. And I know that sounds silly and I'm sure there's people who might have heard me say it if I've got my headphones on so I don't know what's going on half the time. But that is important to me to give thanks to the people that made my daily experience at that campus possible. I don't, there's, there was a majority of my life where I, I would have been grateful. I would have known it internally that I was grateful to have a place, but I wouldn't have verbalized it. I certainly wouldn't have walked up to a random boulder and put my hand on it and said, thank you out loud. Like, sounds a little batshit, right? But I get a lot of joy from that. And I feel like I'm honoring the fact that I have the option to go out and experience this, but I'm also reminding myself when I say it out loud and when I say thank you, that, you know, if it wasn't for these people, I wouldn't have this rhododendron garden to walk through. And it's just really something that is, it's a habit. It's something that I've been doing every day and it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I'm not only communicating to the world and the universe, but I'm communicating to myself how grateful I am to be able to experience the safety of this campus, the opportunity to be out in the woods without worrying about getting eaten by a bear. That's a real true fear of mine. (laughs) So there's so many things I can be grateful for, but 
again, verbalizing that to myself is huge. So be aware of what you're grateful for. What are you grateful for today? Are you grateful for your health? Are you grateful for your cozy bed you get to sleep in every night? Are you grateful for the hot water every time you turn your shower on? Are you grateful that when you open your fridge, there's things in there you get to choose to eat or drink? Are you grateful for the health of your loved ones? Are you grateful that when you come in from work and you hit a light switch, the lights come on? There's so many things you can be thankful for, but unless you're mindful of them, like when I coach women on the Voxer app, which is a walkie-talkie app, one of the things that I learned from one of the first people that I did accountability with was to state your gratitude every day. So when we check in with audio, we say our gratitude every day. And the first few days, I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my family. I'm great. It's all the basics, right? But then having to do that every day of the week for, depending on how long these women sign up with me, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, it gets harder. It gets more challenging to come up with things that you're grateful for. So that's where the gratitude practice is awesome because there's so many things around us in any given time to be thankful for. And I think that unless you're mindful of it, we forget. And in that remembering is where the magic happens. So the T in want is having thanks, giving thanks, having a gratitude practice where every day you personally to yourself, maybe do it with your family. It'd be a great exercise to do with your kids at dinner time or your partner, just to state what you're grateful for on any given day. Like it's very important. It's changed my life. I know that. So in saying that, we've come to the end of the episode and I want to leave this episode with a few things. For one, the gratitude part. I want to say that I am grateful for my team's of humans that support my growth every day. I've got two accountability groups. One is the Sacred Six accountability group. There's six of us and we are all around the the globe. And we check in with each other pretty much every day on Voxer and we leave audio and we send pictures and we, you know, we share what's going on in our lives, the highs, the lows. I'm so grateful to have that as a place to go with like-minded individuals that I know are going to put my feet to the fire if I need it. And when I want to be celebrated, there's not going to be any weird competitiveness. They're going to celebrate me. And equally, like my sacred six, it would be the five deep. Now, my five deep podcasting all-stars, however we want to refer to them, they are my second accountability group that I'm a part of. And we came together as podcasters to support our growth in podcasting. So we talked in the beginning all about sound quality and uploading and RSS feeds and social media. And it's just over the last two years, it's definitely morphed into we have fallen madly in love with one another, me and my Sacred Six group. We support, we've become family. We support our growth. And so I'm thankful for my Sacred Six. I'm thankful for my Five Deep group. I'm thankful for my commitment to my growth. I'm thankful for the fact that I keep showing up for myself every day despite it being really hard sometimes. I just want to leave you with some real talk before I I let you go this week. Just because you see me showing up online every day, you see the things that I experience, the bike rides and the food and the smiles and the motivation and all the things that I know I post online, I don't want you to think that I'm not struggling. But what I want you to understand before I leave you today is that podcasting is one of the things that keeps me going. Podcasting has become a level of accountability for me because by helping you, it helps me. 
And usually when people are teaching, sharing, trying to inspire and motivate, they're not only talking to the people that are listening, but they're talking to themselves. So I don't want to pretend to come in here and know everything or feel like I've got personal development and growth mindset whooped because I absolutely do not. I have a beginner mindset around all of this and I know that every day is a new opportunity for me to learn how to be better. So in saying that, I have gratitude for you listening today. I have gratitude for you supporting my Bliss Broker community. If there's any way that I can help support your growth and your mindset and your quality of life, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'm always taking new clients in whatever capacity works for us as far as time goes, as far as, as, far as finances go. I want to be able to serve and help you and support you with things that might be causing hiccup in your life. So reach out to me, theblissbroker at gmail.com. Go hit up my website and learn more about me, the www.theblissbroker.com. And then you guys know I am the Bliss Broker on TikTok, which has been so fun to be on TikTok. I am the Bliss Broker on Instagram, Chase Your Spark, www.facebook.com forward slash Chase Your Spark. You can find me there. Come and find me. And at the least, watch me from the shadows and see some of the things I share to support your growth. So until next week, remember, go do something good for yourself. And more importantly, go do something good for somebody else. I'll see you next time.